heroes. Highlights and hardships with Triple M's Rush Hour. Welcome to the Three H's podcast. We get someone well-known, one of our mates, and we find out their hero moment, their highlight moment, and their hardship moment. And today, boys, we're talking to the one and only G.I. Greg Inglis. Hey, Greg, how are you, mate? Yeah, going well, guys. How are you? Mate, very, very well. Now, let's start with your hero. Someone on or off the field can be more than one, if you like. A real hero in your life. I want to ask you a question. Who do you reckon my hero is? I reckon your mum. (laughs) My mum... Yeah, it's my dad. Yeah. Very close there. Wow. It's my dad. My dad's my hero. You know, I have idols. I've had, you know, idols and that people I admire growing up. But my dad's my hero. You know, just been around football he's himself and just the way he's taught me how to become a man, you know. He's, he's, he just leads by example and he's very quiet, quiet spoken. And he's the guy that, I, you know, I see as my hero. G.I., what were your earliest memories of him sort of teaching you the game of rugby league and then obviously that moment of, you know, getting a call up to first grade? Yeah, well, yeah, like I said, there's a man that doesn't show very much emotion, mm. but, you know, it's when I'm going away and playing, you know, games and I just, Lord just comes over and just gives me a cuddle and say, just play me a game. And, you know, I always felt safe with him on the sideline and yeah. watching me. And, you know, it really hit home to me, you know, the moment when you when you make your parents proud is when I made my debut for, for Melbourne Storm. Like I know they've always been proud, but I think this one really hit home. It was just different. Melbourne flew my dad, my my pop, and my brother down, and they just had never asked that enough for the game. I just see the tears he was trying to hold back, yeah. you know, my pop and, and my dad. So yeah, it's I think it was just early moments in life where he always took me up to football fields at Maxwell. Yep. And just train Tuesday and Thursdays and, yeah, always double me on his bike or drive up. Hey, G.I., I was a bit lighter back then too. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. I think we all were. But, Gio, it's funny. When, when I was uh, – when you were 16, 17, I remember I was watching um, uh, the Queensland Cup and you were like, yeah, 17, unbelievable-looking athlete. And I made a call and said, mate, what about this kid, Inglis? Obviously, the Storm Feeder Club, I think Cooper Cronk and Billy Slater came through that system and Cam Smith. Mate, you were 17 playing first grade, making it look easy, mate. I don't know about that, Del. You know, I'll just probably make things look easy, but I was – Tell you what, those lungs wasn't fully developed, so it was a lot, a lot of dry reaching in the background. <laughs> what about um, highlight? Is it hard for someone like you to pick one moment, GI, where it's an absolute highlight for you? Uh, can't go past, you know, the 07 Grand Final. Mm. I think that's, you know, that's the highlight of my of my career in Melbourne. Um, I'm always, I've always believed in, you know, making, on when people ask me, what what's your favourite? jersey or whatever, and I could never go past my, my debut jerseys, you know, with Queensland, Australia, South, Melbourne, or even Warrington, you know, was, um, those things you just I just cherish forever because they're the ones that gave me the opportunity. So but winning that 2007 grand final with them is, yeah, would have to be my highlight. Do you know, I've got to say, mate, me as an ex-Bronco, um, you, you were going to go to the Broncos and then, I don't know, something happened and then South got you, which I'm sort of glad you went to South now, but I was looking forward to going to the Broncos. They've had some great players over the years, you know, Steve Renoff and these guys, yeah. Willie Cal McCancock. What made you make the decision to go to South and, and not go to the Broncos? Oh, look, there's a couple of factors that played a part. At the time, we had Andrew G, G, G up there and 
you know, I just feel Whitey was still, you know, running the club. Um, they had a really good players like in place up there, but you know, for for me, I think it was just a breakdown in a couple of communication things that happened through throughout the process. So, what was done is done. There's no hard feelings mm. about it, and you know, I still talk to those boys and get along with them good. So, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, GI, what's that feeling like walking out the the uh, the hallway out onto uh, Suncorp Stadium for an Origin in in uh, a Queenslander jersey? Oh, there's just no feeling like it. Like it's, you can't really describe the feeling about it. It's unbelievable. Like you, you're just going out. Oh, look, I'm lost for words trying to explain it. Yeah. Like unless you've been in that arena and you know been there in the dressing sheds at that time and walking out because you can't really hear anything out yeah. when you're in the sheds. You can't really hear anything when you're outside the stadium until those doors open. You're walking out and hear the flames. And I'm getting guess what I'm talking about. It. You're just hearing a chance, Queenslander. Like, yeah, running through the banners, like everyone, you just pumped up and you just, you don't want to sort of waste that energy, but you live in the moment as well. Mm. I've got to say, well, we're very lucky, Queensland, to have Greg Lewis yeah. because, mate, he had a decision to make and for some reason he liked what Queensland <laughs> were about. But but I know he's from Barrowville, but, mate, I've got to tell you, one of the great... You, you cheated the rules. No, <laughs> and you got one of the best players of all time. He had a decision to make and... It wasn't his hey. decision. It should have been told. You're a blue. That's I, it. I, I want to ask you, Greggy, um, whose decision was it and how did that happen? Ah, oh, my decision in the end of the day, mm. you know, it's so I felt like I belonged. Like felt as a big thing in you know with me, where I felt more comfortable, felt more well belonged. And now well, we can go back and go back and forwards, but you know, if it was somebody else besides me that wasn't you know up there playing. Would we be talking about these conversations? No, of course not. We're talking about it because you were one of the Super greatest of all time. And we're pissed off <laughs> that you didn't join us. I, I could tell. I'll laugh at it. I, I, I don't care. I was born in Midnight Coast in New South Wales. I was right in the middle of New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mate, I'm, I'm not one to shy away from it, but, you know, New South Wales fans forget that, you know, Stella was born in Toowoomba, which is pretty much right in the heart of... All right, we're not talking about Stella, mate, all right? <laughs> look, at him deflect, look at him deflect now, Greg. That's what I thought. Look, we can go to the but look, I'm, I'm happy with my decisions, and yeah. hey, all right, baby. Oh, well. It's a really bad line, Greg. Hang up. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about no, the... Look, first... I, don't, I really don't like it. Yeah, it's where I belong, and I'll, it's where I felt I belong, and I was at, at the time at a really good family that I lived with, and, you know, they just said it's more family-orientated for, for myself, to be nah. honest. Um, so, yeah. yeah. We, we understand completely, mate, and understand it completely. What about your hardship when you had a career like yours for so long? Is there one hardship that you can look back on that you can tell us about? Yeah, it was, um, I think it was the ACL, my ACL injury. You know, playing for so long with no injury to keep me out for the entire season, it, you know, I didn't know how to handle it. And it was... <laughs> Unfortunate enough for me, it was towards the back end of my career. And, but, you know, it is it is what it is. It's gone through it. I've gone through the hardship. I, you know, put my hand up, went to rehab about it. So, you know, that's um, one of the biggest hardships that I had to deal with. Gee, I just described to people, I mean, how hard it is when you're as explosive as you are having an ACL injury and the change of direction stuff to have the confidence back in your body. Yeah, well, you're going in there, you're doing gym like, I was doing gymnastics. Mm. Like, you know, and it's not that hard to jump on a trampoline when, hey, when you're top heavy like I am. Um, <laughs> but going around there and like trying the little dynamic, you know, explosive things off the mark, and especially playing fullback and changing directions like so quick, it's, 
you go to, you know, you say you've got six months down the track and you go out to run and actually, you know, you can only run for 20 minutes, then you take five steps backwards because you got to go back, you know, you've got to go through without any pain injury, not any pain through the knee, any swelling, any of that there to go forward. And, you know, mine just had that. Mm. We see it with Ryan Pappenhausen yeah. trying to get back and, you know, he's great mm. to see him out in the pre-season challenge. Yeah. Bloody oath. Yeah, and Greg, you're going to say this. One thing I know about you, mate, you are a man of your word. You're obviously very loyal. I remember when Darius Boyd, um, you know, when he was having the trouble in Newcastle yeah. and he was uh, out at Wentworthville, I think, and I went to see Darius because, you know, Darius and I have been mates for a long time. Yep. And as I was waiting to see him, in stride, GI comes in and he's waiting to talk to, to Darius. And so we spent some time with Darius. And the making of Darius now, you must be really proud of what he's done too. Yeah, yeah. But there's another guy who's doing good things around mental health, you know, going around educating. We get together last year in 19's camp and, you know, we delivered stuff about, you know, working together with the backfires, but also about the mental challenges around stuff. So, you know, we still catch up when, when we can. and But, yeah, see where Darius is now and, you know, Completely changed his life and turned around. You, know, you can see just a sparkle, like he's it's like a weight off his shoulders. He doesn't know how hard who he is. Oh, we love that, being authentic and real. One of the loveliest things you said is how safe you felt when your dad was watching you on the yeah, sideline. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'll take away from, from yeah. this chat because that's just a feeling that just gets born over time together and, and, the, and the love shown over all different yeah. bits of time. The 3H's podcast, uh, oh. couldn't think of a better person than to speak with you, GI. Have a wonderful time in Vegas, brother, and um, we'll see you through the season. Always, guys. See you over there. And remember there what go. they say: whatever happens in Vegas stays, stays in Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> no, that's only for you, Del. Not me. See ya. See you, man. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude, and Wendell weekdays from four on Triple M.